Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger mm -hmm. and her thumb and the shape mm -hmm. of an L on her forehead. Yeah. Well, the years start coming and they mm -hmm. don't stop coming. Fed to the rules mm -hmm. and I hit the ground. What up? I think it'd be a great hype man. I think I'm really good at making noises over other people's songs. Oh, I'm incredible at that. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm really good at not having talent, but latching on to people who do have talent. Same. And here we are together. Here are together again. Latching on to the little bit of talent that each of us have. Yeah. Did that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I also just selected the latch option in Logic so I can bring the audio back up. Oh, shit. Y'all didn't see that coming. What's that? What's that? Fire. Fuck yeah. Little two greatest performers of our generation. I am so glad that we have intro music now. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. And I don't even know the lead singer from Smash Mouth's name. Uh, Something Harwell. Yeah. Great Twitter presence, though. I really love Smash Mouth's Twitter. Miley Virus. Oh. Yo, that would be a sick name, like, if like you wanted to do pop, but with, like, a Marilyn Manson twist. Oh, fuck yeah. Miley Virus. That's my internet handle now. Hell yeah. Watch out. Pretty good one. Oh, fuck. Yo, that would be, if you wanted to remake Hackers, please never do. That would be a, that'd be a fucking dope ass That'd handle. be really sick. Launching the Miley Virus. Ooh. Yo, what was it? Remember the Melissa Virus? No. Yeah. What was the Melissa Virus? Oh, man. It was, it was something very late 90s, early 2000s. That Sounds. was the, Sounds. yeah, the Melissa Virus oh. named after a stripper. Oh, sick. I yeah. love things named after strippers. Um, oh, okay. To be clear, it was a mass mailing macro virus. It was technically not a worm. Yeah, it uh, infected Windows 95, 98, Millennium, NT, 2000, and XP. It was... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah, it was March 26, 1999. Hell yeah. Day that will live in infamy. Allegedly, he caused $80 million worth of damage to computers around the world. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. The hacker Miley Virus, who released the Melissa Virus. Yeah, it was... Plot man. for hackers, too. Man, remember when viruses were cool? Yeah. And, yeah. Yo, I once used... Speaking of Windows ME, I once used, uh, the, used the fact that my home computer had Windows Millennium as a way to get out of doing homework once. Yeah. Yeah, I was in science class, and it's like, yeah, everyone turn in your homework. Ryan, where's yours? Yeah, my computer ate it. I don't believe it. My computer has Windows Millennium. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. That's also All right, a uh, Let me know when you're, you're about. Oh, yeah, shout out to Mr. Mirage. Yeah, I feel like any other teacher would be like, mm, I don't know what that is, so I want your homework anyway. Yeah, he apparently used to do computer stuff. He worked for, I think, Micron or Ramboss. He used to do, do something with Ram. I don't know what. but well, I, I used to uh, live across from these two dudes uh, when I first moved to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, who literally... It, this was what 2007 i think okay this was you see so they were still living off the money they had made from y2k like they <laughs> were like two computer dudes who just like basically were like went out and were like yo we need to like y2k proof your computer and just did that 
And they made so much money, like, tricking rich people into paying them, and they did literally nothing. They just, like, took their money and was like, yep, we installed all this stuff to make sure your computer, like, won't crash when it turns 2000. And they were, like, like they had, like, a side jewelry business, but for the most part, all of their money for their Bushwick, like, loft they lived in together was made from Y2K. Did they buy that loft? Uh, no, no, I believe they uh, rented. Okay, that it was be... also like an expensive loft, especially for like that time. Yeah. 2007, we were off the Jefferson stop. Ooh, yeah. The only cool thing there was Northeast Kingdom, R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, and um, what was that fucking other bar? There's another bar where you used to be able to get a tall boy of PBR and a shot of whiskey for three dollars. Oh man, it ruined my life. Yo, apparently there is a place around in my neck of the woods that does uh, two dollar. Dr- there's uh, like $2 cans of PBR still. We got to go. Yeah. Also does pool. Oh, my, the same people do birdies. Oh, yeah. sick. I love birdies. Yeah. Um, we'll have to go sometime this week. I'm on vacation. Yeah. Ryan's on vacation. Um, I actually i am on the exact opposite. I worked today on a Sunday. Woo. It was, uh, you know, it was fun. I got free pizza out of it. That, that fucking owns. Mm-hmm. You know, not complaining. Yeah. If, uh, if either of my bosses are listening to this, <laughs> that's a joke. They never will. Yeah, well, we're going to change that soon enough. Yeah, I guess eventually when we go viral, you know, everyone will listen. Yeah, I, we we really need to take advantage of my vacation to sh- finally shoot that porn we've been talking about. I know, I know. We'll get, I know. We'll, we know I'll, I'll give Dylan a text, see what he's up to this week. I'm seeing a movie with him this week. So oh, really? He's moving to fucking Denver, though. What? I know. He dropped that bomb on me. Oh, shit. Yeah. When's Welcome to my personal life, everyone. All right. Well, my friend Dylan is moving to Denver, and I'm happy for him, but not happy about it. Uh, whatever. We'll just. I'm pretty sure he'd be down to do this before he yeah, leaves. Yeah, we we got months. We got months. This uh, isn't like well, happening we'll, right away. Oh, we'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be here for the summer. All right. Speaking of uh, being here for the summer, uh, episode twelve. Yeah. What? Epis- so this is the baby episode. This, this is, is the, the baby episode. episode. It takes almost primarily all of it takes place. In 1989? The Empire Strikes Back, like he, I feel like they originally filmed it with like, have you seen the new Star Wars film? And then like, they were like, wait, that's not specific enough. The the Star Wars films came over uh, out over the course of like seven years. Like, we need more time. We need a more specific time reference. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Everyone knows about it. ESB. Exactly. We all know when the best movie in the Star Wars franchise came out. Yeah, uh, came out in and that uh, was two thousand and one with the Phantom Menace. Yep. You know. Yo, did you know that uh, Phantom Menace was shot at? Like almost 720p. I did not know that. Yeah, shot at like barely high def. It was wild. All right. The more you know. Yeah. I wish I didn't know about this episode because fuck, it sucks. Oh, man. This episode. Jesus Christ. There were many moments where me and Ryan literally burst out laughing. I actually tuned out and started looking at electric skateboards about two thirds of the way through. (laughs) So Kevin definitely has more notes than I do. I'll take the end of the episode. Don't worry. I got it. Thanks, um, Kevin. Uh, the The beginning of the episode was really funny. Uh, 
when he what did he what music did he start playing that they were like trying to act like he had such a great taste in music? Oh yeah, except it's something that everybody knows. Yeah. Well, that's that's what they have to do is they always go, whenever they have the chance to do something cool, the choice that they go down the road with is they decide to get the one that as many people would know about, mm-hmm. even though by the its very definition since most people have poor tastes in everything mm-hmm. it's just like not the best they aren't cool by any stretch of the word or and they're not cool by any stretch of the imagination but they they I, they have no there's no deep cuts yeah. there's no nothing which is kind of weird because you'd think that they would want to save some money on their licensing costs for the show since mm-hmm. they're weirdly cheap about certain things. But no, they blow all their money on the really expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. No, they, they need everyone. This show literally just has to be as relatable as possible. Yes. That is all that matters. Find out whatever the top music hit of X year was, mm-hmm. and we're going to use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came out of the gate really hard because then they have that whole like... Where he's like, I love you, pregnant. You're so beautiful. And she's like, I really, really like being pregnant. And I was like, at that moment, I was just like, this show feels like propaganda. I like being pregnant. <laughs> We're like the oh, perfect family. I like being pregnant. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. not going to immediately have a montage about how being pregnant sucks. There what did n- they do, Ryan? What was the next thing they did? I had a montage about why being, why being pregnant sucks. Yep. Fucking this is us. What a nightmare. What a nightmare of predictability. <sighs> what was the point of having the mirror toaster aimed towards you to act as a mirror at the kitchen table? I don't table? know. I really don't know. Because, like, all she did was then, like, shove her face full of food and then be like, I'm a monster. That uh, every So th- everything about her being pregnant was so, like, trite and, and overdone and, like, has been done a million fucking times before. It was like frustrating to watch. Oh my god, none of my clothing fits. Yeah, my oh my god, my shoes don't fit. Like, like how are, are like just every fucking pregnancy montage has that. Yeah, every pregnancy montage, and it's like it's just like at this point, it's like everyone knows that happens. Like I've never even come close to having children, and I'm already like so prepared for all of that. Oh More yeah, prepared I than mean, I should be. My sex ed in high school was watching This Is Us, so I now I know everything I need to know about pregnancy and how to treat my wife great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I have to know that even when she's at her worst, I would rather be with her than go golfing. Yeah, man, you're gonna want to get away from your wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want to get away from those kids. Oh my God. You gotta buy yourself some golf clubs. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um. I oh I I literally wrote in my notes. This is exactly what an AI would think a pregnant woman is like. Yep. Just so once again confirms my notion that this show is just written by a fucking computer. Gotta just gotta hit all the tropes. Gotta be like, oh mm-hmm. my god, I get hot flashes. Oh my god, mm-hmm. nothing fits me. Mm-hmm. Oh man, everything sucks. But I've got these hormones. I'm gonna feel good. I'm gonna feel mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. But I talk to my babies, and it, and they kick when I play music for them. This music that I like, and these kids clearly have good taste. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking god! What a nightmare! Wouldn't and- it be great if they like put on some Steely Dan? 
just all the just all those seventies songs that are about fucking mm-hmm. underage girls <laughs> uh, come to your town, help you party out. Yeah, these kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, these kids are gonna fucking love cocaine. Let me tell you, later on, when our little guys growing up, we're gonna give him a room in the basement. He's just gonna have a parade of women in and out. They knew it was coming. Yo, this show took place in Pittsburgh in the seven. Oh, by the way, forgot we oh, mentioned. Oh yeah, big yeah. moment. Big, big moment. moment. We found out where they live. Yeah, yeah fucking. I mean, had we been watching the show from the first episode, we probably would have known. But True. for us, Pittsburgh. It is fucking Pittsburgh. So we were doing... You were right, Ryan. You were right. So you're in Pittsburgh. You're I kind of... You're in Rust Belt adjacent. You're in decaying industry. This is where, like, it's just past the... It's late 70s, early 80s, just past the peak of mm-hmm. when you could have, like, no education but get a good job in a steel mill and it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go be a security guard somewhere, but I'm going to support my wife and three children. Mm-hmm. No no talk about that at all. No talk about how, wow, like, things are really great if you have, like, no education in America, mm-hmm. if you don't really have that much money. That's okay because everything is starting to be pretty cheap. Um, the 80s hadn't happened yet. They're still in the middle of the cocaine era. Yo, how is there no coke on the show yet? They're in, like... They're in very serious working class territory in the seventies. Is Coke in America big, like outside of cities? I don't know. Coke's big everywhere. Okay. Coke's big everywhere, especially in places where there's a lot of manual labor because you work hard, you party hard. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say legalize Coke. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jack oh, that's right. Jack can't drink anymore. But I don't see any of his friends drinking or doing Coke. None mm-hmm. of that stuff. Miguel seems like a guy who would do coke. Miguel definitely right? does coke. Yeah. Why does Miguel not do coke? He's I, in a suit. I yeah. Miguel should be shown doing tons of blow for no reason. I Just want... show him doing blow. It's more realistic. Yo, I want to see more Miguel backstory other than a few bits of his expository dialogue where. He meets his wife, and then they break up because they just fall out of love. I kind of like the whole trope of Michelle being, Michelle, Jesus Christ, Miguel, being this, like, weird, undeveloped, like, post-mortem Eskimo bro, though. Yeah. You know? Like, it makes sense that just an underdeveloped character would become post-mortem Eskimo bro. Or, like, the most developed character they had time Outside of developing all these other fucking ancillary characters, but we got we got two great ancillary characters this episode. Yep, we got a deranged doctor who uh, spoke to his dead wife, and a uh, a hardworking Catholic fireman trapped in a loveless marriage. Yeah, there's no way that's not a trope. Yeah, yeah, the Catholic like the. Old school, mm-hmm. probably Irish Catholic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like their their only problem in marriage, seemingly being that his wife is just a bitch. No, the problem is that they can't have babies, and since they're Catholics, that's a huge problem. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you grow up, you hit twenty one, you marry the guy living down the block who's good enough, then you have babies, then your only reason to live is babies. Because back then in the 70s, most people died when they were, what, like 60? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yo, speaking of that shit, I did the math on the fucking doctor. Mm-hmm. So they were married for 53 years. Okay. If they married at age 18, he would be in his 70s. Oh. So they very clearly got married really young. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, yeah. I mean, back... It showed the year she was born. Did you write it down? Oh, no. I'll I'll look it up She right died now. in 79. Okay. So they're married 53 years. Hold on. Let me do some math. Yeah. You do some math. I need to uh, top off my uh, yeah, I'm gonna, drink. I'm going to pause this for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did some math. Mm-hmm. Um, so the wife was born in 1909 and died in 1979. Mm-hmm. So doing the math, um, he, they, Dr. K married his wife really young, 18, possibly 17, depending on some data that we don't have at this point and mm-hmm. probably never will. So there's that. He's literally never known life without his wife, which they might have wanted to bring up a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he is basically like, I'm going to kill myself yeah. because you're dead. Yeah. That's uh, that's the thing that happens. That would have been real fucking rock and roll. Yeah, that would have rolled. Yeah. Honestly. There's too much incidental death on the show. We need more suicides. I mean, if the show wants to be about the realities of life, I really want to have more backstory about Miguel. Mm-hmm. Their whole thing of like, yeah, we we divorced, we broke up. Mm-hmm. They just kind of have one conversation about it. Yeah, when you know they could go into much much deeper talks about why marriages fall apart. Because mm-hmm. that fucking happens. Yeah, but in this show, also every person is like unbelievably devoted to their significant other. To there's a cr- no yes. Yeah, there's no one who's like wavering or like maybe or like you know like I love this person but were they right person for me like like every single goddamn person even like the fucking doctor obsessed with his wife after she's dead like can't get over it. Oh, and yeah. even the fucking when they introduce the uh the firefighter dude, the first line he says was, the best day of my life was when I met my wife. Yeah. Like, she crashed into my car, and I got out, and I saw her face, and I didn't even care. And, blah, blah. and all this bullshit about, like, falling in, pe- in love with everyone as soon as you see them. Yeah. I'm sorry. That is some, stu- I, that's some creepy shit. I would be married to, like, 14 girls I've seen on the L train at this point. I mean, they're like, all, yeah. It happens every time I ride that train, and here I am. Yep. Not married to any of them. See, I'm a bullshit. I'm a, I'm a bit more niche. I fall in love with every girl I see on the G train. Oh, yeah. Sick. I like it. G is a lot more of a There's swath of Brooklyn. There's some cuties on the G. There's yeah. some cuties. Some, some bedside cuties. If you listen into this, uh, swipe right on Tinder. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, you can live closer to me. Mm hmm. You should consider marrying the next cute girl that you see. I'm thinking about it. I th- I think I'm gonna go the this is us method. Next cute girl that like walks by, I'm just gonna be like, hey, hey, have you seen this is us? Like we we have we have to get married because this is the best day of my life. I, to be fair, you have not married a lot of the cute girls first time you saw them, and it hasn't worked out for you yet. How's that worked out for you? Not marrying. Cute not girls well. when you see them. Not well. So maybe you should try that. Yeah, that's it. That's What's the, the like? Well, okay, you marry something, you get divorced. What can they really take from you? Not much. Yeah. There's there's uh, not much value here except uh, my shining personality. Like, I want to see you and a lady 
in court splitting up your sneaker collection oh that'd be sick i was hoping beanie babies was the way you were gonna go but i guess beanie babies are out sneakers are in i know i really wanted to make that reference but everybody has who gets the the yeezy 500 desert rat blush yeah who gets them they look good on both of us fuck yeah yeah right so this is where you got to research stuff. You got to you have to make sure you get somebody that's not into sneakers so that when you get the divorce mm-hmm. that will inevitably happen, yeah. you can be like, "All right, you can have all these. These are like these are clearly of equal worth." I I I also have a lot of sweatshirts that are really comfortable okay. that I'm afraid will be stolen Ooh. in a breakup. I have some real gems. Like like what? Just beautiful sweatshirts. I I uh I just got uh, one that's just orange and it just says lover across it and felt black leather. God damn. You have so much better clothing than I do. (laughs) Uh, I just see things on the internet and buy them without thinking about repercussions. I I also, after I saw that Arizona hat you bought, the 99 cents scrape by one, I went and I bought it online. Oh, good. They didn't have the black colorway, but I got like a a tan one, which is a little more dad hat, to be honest. If you're ready, I also bought that uh, purple fruit swan, uh, fruit punch sweatshirt. Good, it's great. Yeah, very happy with my purchase. Um, yeah. So we need to we need to talk about something. Just the fact that I like how they made the firefighter character mm-hmm. just like extremely Catholic. Yeah, like oh, we have a firefighter. Well, clearly he has to be Catholic. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. Has if he's Catholic. a cop or a firefighter, he's a fucking Irish dude. Who's dedicated to his wife, which uh, for the record, I feel like most of my people in that time were like drunk pieces of shit and their wives are trapped in the marriage because of like they had kids together. Oh, but see, that's the thing. They couldn't have kids. I know. I know. So this is like the one good Irish dude. Well, this is the one guy who can't live up to his namesake. Like can't be popping out babies. It's true. Yeah, what Irish guy can't have kids? Although, I don't know. I may be in that category. The fact that I haven't had any surprise pregnancies yet is truly mind-blowing. Dude, let's get your sperm counted. Yeah, I really should. I really should. How much does that cost? I have no idea. Is that even covered by insurance? Like, like if I don't have a significant other and I just go to a doctor and I'm like, I just want to know, like, how fertile I am, are they going to, like, be like, uh, no? Hmm. Well, first off, how do they know that you don't have a significant other? Do you have to bring somebody with you? Yeah. What are the rules of going to a fertility doctor? Could you just get one of your friends to pretend to be, like, your wife or something? Yeah. Better yet, what if I go with another guy and we're both just like, we want to know how fertile we are to have kids. And they're like, what? (laughs) We're just like, dude, it's 2018, all right? Oh man, just, dude, this is some. I'm this is some fucking eighth grader shit. Or you know, it'd be awesome too. You go and you bring like one girl, and then you leave and you come back and you mention nothing that the girl has changed, but you just bring a second girl. Yeah, or maybe one like ones that look kind of alike. I don't know. Mm. Well, if anyone's listening to this and you want to go to the fertility doctor with me. You know, let's set it up. If you're single, you want to see what you got going on, you know, I'll go with you. We could find out together. I'm pretty sure I know at least three women who would be totally down with going with me for this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can think of a couple. 
That would actually make a great Instagram story. You should do that. Yeah, that really would. All right. Um, yeah. Um, have we? By the way, have we established anything about Jack's religion yet? Like, what's the uh, deal with the Pearson and religion? I think. I think the thing is. I don't think we've gotten anything. I think they're going to be like agnostically Catholic. Yeah. So like they go on Christmas, on Easter, they go on the big holidays. They're not in every Sunday type family, but they go on the big holidays. They show up when, you know, like they give the bare minimum to get into heaven, you I'm, know? Uh, I'm just thinking of like the, I'm I'm just thinking of the West, I'm said Westworld. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking of the West Wing talking to God bit. I want that, but with Jack. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be truly incredible. Truly incredible. Menal uh, event, Amelia just yelling at God. Maybe maybe we'll find out. Actually, we kind of got that with him in the car today, being like, oh, God, I want you to like make my marriage better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we kind of did, because he talks <laughs> to a lighter, by the way. He lights a gold lighter, looks at the fire, and refers to it as God. Is he into Satan? I don't know. Maybe he's a Is Satanist. he a paganist? Ooh, who knows? Worship, worshiping the fire gods? I love, too, that he says, I know we only talk during the playoffs. Like, yeah, I'm a dude. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what team Jack roots for. I get, Well, I guess Steelers. the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Steelers. Yeah. Dude, I... Yeah, it's... It, I find it fascinating how they make it a point to say, oh, this is where this is set, but make absolutely no effort to make it clear that, oh... This it like it if the environment affects them. Mm-hmm. They just chose a city and said, "All right, this is it takes place in Pittsburgh." So they had a blank to fill in. I feel like, though, to be fair, the AI did a really, really good job of picking the like, like it's it's just edgy enough where like you can be kind of a liberal and like open minded there, but also conservative enough yeah. where like. It's not alienating, you yeah. know. Uh, I you're not incorrect about that stuff. Like, like if you think of this as us set in Austin, right? Too yeah. liberal, too liberal. You're in a conservative state, but it's it's in a liberal bubble. You know, you can't set it in California. That's just in general too liberal. But if you go somewhere like, I uh, you know, fucking Louisiana or Florida or something, then it's like too conservative. So they really nailed down like a good. Like liberals aren't worried about how conservative they are. It can't be about are. anything. They're they're this. It's always about like middle of the line. They can't have any opinions about anything. Yeah, because they can't then commit to a side of people anything. would no longer be able to identify with them. I guess other than not being racist, that's I guess the only thing they'll commit to. Yeah, being cool, being cool, and not racist. Yeah, it's like it's like every like uh, casual like young Republican I know. You know, they're all like. Look, I'm not racist. I ain't got nothing against gay people, but but, when, but like when you try to talk to them about actual issues of poverty and like like gay rights and stuff like that, then they they don't they don't they're just like oh yeah like I'm not opposed to it, but they're literally not doing anything to help. I have yet to see any instances of any actual not heterosexual stuff come up. That's true. Zero you, gay stuff. You'd think that they would slip it into like, yeah, it's the eighties. People are still like kind of closeted, or not closeted. They're still really closeted. I mean, dude, Milo is, uh, you know, Milo Ventimiglia is a, it's a looker. 
Oh yeah. He's got this dude, he's got the eighty stash so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could clean up. That's true. That is very true. Trying to imagine him just in a John Waters get up with the bowling shirt and all that stuff and just the mustache. Wow. Wow. He could pull it off. <laughs> he could. He could. He could. It would be horrifying, but he could. Um. All right. So let's see. What's what's next on my list? Now, yeah. Now I'm intrigued that this show's never tried to do anything with like gay rights. Yeah. Or gay, or just like bringing awareness. And and yet Mandy Moore plays the fucking race card. Yeah. Like, immediately as like a white middle class woman plays that race card as soon as no one likes Randall. Yep. Yeah. Bullshit. Anyway. One thing we have to talk about is the fucking thing she screams at Jack as she's kicking him out of the house. Does she yell thanks for the bathroom sex at Froggy's? Yes. So it's implied that the children were conceived in the bathroom at a restaurant. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. That's just a, yeah. For a show that tries really hard to be like middle of the road to then be like, yeah, how'd the kids come about? They fucked in a bathroom at a restaurant. You're like, oh, oh, you think they would go the route of like, it happened on his birthday or it happened on like an anniversary. Or no, something. no, no. Fucking random bathroom sex. It's not that it was an accident. It was, uh, you know, just a happy accident. Yeah, yeah. They wanted kids. It just happened to happen when he fucked her in the bathroom of a restaurant not in the shower apparently yeah right come on you you yeah well i guess shower sex comes after this i keep having to remember we're watching this in reverse but it's non it's like non-linear yes it's after this but it happened before oh that is true before the events of this episode yeah fucking you're right you're right there the oh, fucking god's we should do a re- we should do a recut of This Is Us where everything happens chronologically. I love it. I love it. I feel like I can do a fan edit. Oh shit! I'll do fan a fan edits. Edit. Here you go, all you This Is Us fans. That actually might. I think that'll be my project going forward. I'm gonna make a re-edit of This Is Us where it's chronological, just like how they did uh, the most recent series of Arrested Development. Yeah. And we'll see if it makes it better. Ooh. We'll see. We'll see. Because I know we talked about this last time of how they really aren't using the non-chronological narrative. to They're not using it to its fullest potential. They could show, oh, how you know things have evolved over the years how things changed mm-hmm. how you know society society was different mm-hmm. because everyone is a product of the society that they grow up in mm-hmm. and we don't see any of that we see them make pop culture references but we we don't see anything else beyond that that's true we don't see how well, you know going to confession a lot changed people how not going to confession they immediately dive back into alcoholism Mm. who knows who knows is that any fun anyway no it's just you know go to confession have some car commercial pl- music play in the background mm-hmm. um can we talk about the scene of the old people flirting in the supermarket that owned and how amazing that was yeah so good dude old people fuck oh man it was so funny just like him getting like sweet cereal her making a comment about it and then being like i like to make dinner 
Like, if you'd like to come over and eat dinner with me, this would be great. She wants to suck your dick. <laughs> I mean... I can't let anyone else suck my dick. Only my wife sucked my <laughs> dick. And now she is dead. <laughs> uh, they're both widows. What's more perfect than that? Yeah, like, just go at it. What's the worst that could happen? It's true. Can't get her they pregnant. can't get pregnant. It's true. Although the idea of old people fucking is kind of weird and random. But you know what? No. I take that back. Fucking they should have fun. Yeah. They should have fun. They've yeah, got all this time you're to be old fun. Doesn't mean you can't like fuck anymore. Yeah. Yeah, tie those tubes up. Get it on. Yeah. Um I, I have an I have another thing written down here that just says, What is the point of the guy who finds the kid being in a shitty marriage? Oh. What are the lessons learned from this episode? The only reason they did that was that Randall somehow saves this dude marriage. Yeah. For no fucking reason. He had he saved it by accident. Yeah. But like also like it's just stupid cuz it could have just been this really like it could have been this just like oh a baby got dropped off at a firehouse and brought to the hospital. And dropped off, and then Jack adopted him, and cool. And that would have been totally fine. Everybody, Nobody would have been like, we need more of a backstory about, like, the guy who found Randall and brought him here, you know? Or, like, or like they could have done, like, the, the dad leaving Randall on the doorstep of a hospital. But instead, they had to involve this whole other fucking plot line as just, like, another device to make you cry. Yeah. Well, that was the whole point was to get you emotionally invested in yet another thing that they could fuck you up over. The the thing that annoyed me a lot about this is that Mm -hmm. they make you question for most of the entire episode. They make you say, oh, like, why should I care about this? Mm -hmm. They show you and then two-thirds of the way through they reveal oh no this is why you should care about this guy yeah because up until then he's just some dude in a loveless marriage Mm -hmm. that apparently is suddenly fixed by somebody saying yeah you know that sucks like let's reboot yeah literally i can't describe to you like when fucking this is so this dude picks up randall and they're like Bring him to the precinct. They'll know what to do with him. Not a hospital. Why? Why the first thought is to bring him to the cops. I don't know. And then they're like, yeah, they'll, they'll just like, they'll get him into the system, you know? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, cool. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm going to take him home because this is going to save my marriage. And then the wife's like, no, we're not having You'll a get arrested. Kid. Yeah, she like she like shuts it down so fast, and then the hilarious part is, also this just like frustrated me to no end because they clearly did this just because it's like oh it's like a really cute way to set this up in the perfect shot. But like, why is Randall in the newborn infirmary? Like, he's not a newborn. He's clearly like, like a couple days old. Or, I don't know, actually. We have no idea how old he is as a baby. Yeah. He looks I, pretty big. I assume He has that hair on his we'll, head. We'll find this stuff out retroactively. Yeah, but, I mean, so let's talk about this. He has hair on his head, right? Yeah. So, and, like, like, a decent amount of hair. It's grown out. So he is 
an old I don't fucking know. I'm just like I feel like they're not gonna put him the fuck in with all the other babies and they just did it because they were just like, Oh, this will be really cool if Randall's right next to the other two kids. You know, it's like a fucking sign from God. Oh my god, it, oh it's so stupid. Oh, I want that one. Guys, and no one can see this, but Ryan's just drawing a dick into my couch via, like, you know how, like, I don't even know how to describe it. When you rub the cushions, they, like, if the the fucking stuff is going one way, the material, it's, like, lighter brown and it's darker brown. He just drew a dick with light brown. He's really going for it. He's adding, like, ball hairs, like, shading the balls. It's great. This is a moment I wish you could all see. I'll add, I'll add, this, to, I'll add this to the Enhanced Podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Take a picture of the dick. Here, you want me to sidelight it? I could sidelight it. Mm, let's see if that works. Uh, that actually makes it worse. Turn the light off. Oh, wow. All right. Excellent content. Hey, Devin, look. We could draw dicks in our couch. We just learned this. <laughs> um, okay, back to This Is Us. And my way too long rant about fucking Randall being in the infirmary with the other kids um i just want to back back this up mm-hmm. of just always of everybody always has to say how much they love their significant other oh, at all times fucking... and if they don't there's clearly a problem with them yeah not one person is like a little bit conflicted about it yeah. everyone is a hundred percent positive that they're super in love with their wife, which sounds fucking insane to me because every married person I talk to is like, oh, no, it's like give and take. And there's times like yeah. you want to murder your spouse and like you're like, man, maybe we're not a match. But then you're in love with them and blah, blah, blah. There's no one I know who's just 100 percent of the time like I fucking love my significant other like this is. I've never had a doubt. Even when they're being literally the worst, I like want to be around them. Yeah. No one is Jack. When is Jack done anything for Miguel? What is the basis of their friendship? <laughs> I, I told you, they just have no other friends. Like they are friends by default. They are all they have. Yeah. Each other. Much like how uh Jack and Rebecca have each other. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Like once again, once again, always always talking about the goddamn AI, but Fucking Jack is like what an AI thinks a woman's perfect guy is. So my argument against that is about how it's written by an AI is that if the AI is trying to bring up how you know people talk and how people talk in other movies, when have you ever seen any other movie where somebody talks about how much they love somebody else? Like, <sighs> what other fucking Ryan? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know, but it's still like it just feels like a like a human couldn't write something this generic and be like, yeah, this works. And like other humans could read it and be like, whoa, like we really we have a show here. Yeah. Like how I just want to be a fly on the wall for the readings of this show. But the only thing I can think of is that the people who write this show and produce it are like make people cry. That is the only requirement for this show. If you are if if we don't get one to two good cries out of people during the show, we are not doing our job. I'm not shitting on them for making people cry. I mean, I like to cry, but you I'm know. Sh- I'm shitting on them because they 
are just so lazy yeah. about it. Do it in a better way. Give me like like a the the fucking end of Blue Valentine. Boy I, oh boy did that make me cry and that felt ooh. real. That felt real. I really would have liked if the honestly if the firefighter and his and his wife broke up, you can figure out a way to make people cry from that. Yeah. Of, fucking she was sitting at the table like let me tell you, if I come home if I'm if I'm having trouble in my marriage and I come home and my wife is sitting at the dining room table waiting for me, I am like there is a 75% chance that she's going to ask for a divorce right now. The other 25% that is a chance move. the other 25% is that you were about to be murdered. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Nothing good happens from just no. Being a psycho at the table. Yeah. No one like I can't think of a situation in my life where I've come home and someone's just sitting at the dining room table, not doing anything, like clearly waiting for me to come home, and that's been a good thing. It's always, always, always like they are waiting to just fight you. Yeah. And she gave up real easy. She did. We saw that their marriage wasn't doing that great. But we didn't see why. We just saw that there was like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm deal, I'll deal just with like, you. Yeah, like they, she was just kind of like, I'm not into this. And then he like brings home a kid and she's like, that was really dumb. And he's like, I know, right? And she's like, no, I love you again. And Fuck if you it. think about it, that marriage isn't going to last for that long. Mm-hmm. The thing about relationships that people who have actually been in them will realize is that it's in life in general, it's never one defining moment. It's never like an action movie where like the key is about to slip away and be turned and the nukes are going to launch. It's not a like all oh, this one big gesture is what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Big gestures are usually not the best thing, especially yeah. also if you just came, let's say you're with somebody and they did exactly that. Like they just showed up with a kid and they're like, Hey, this is ours now. That would freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, what the fuck is happening? Because there's absolutely no way that they would not have talked about like adoption or anything like that. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. There's so many things in the show that are just a nightmare. You know what also I can't get past? Yeah. I just keep thinking about it. Why did she duct tape the flip-flops to her feet? Yeah. Just because flip-flops are bigger, I've literally never had an issue putting on bigger flip-flops and been like, I got to like fasten these to my feet in some way. Yeah. I. It, it's fucking flip-flops. They're, and they're not even like the... I don't even know... They're the ones that like go in between your big toe. Yeah, the uh, the Australians call them thongs, but you're I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, they're those type. So those are even easier to keep on your feet because they're in between your toes. Mandy Moore, when she was talking about how much she loved her husband and loved oh, her life, she God. sounded like she was fucking drunk. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That scene, I think I literally wrote in my notes. Hold on, what did I write? I wrote. I just love him. So, I just like love him so much, and I'm like. Oh my god, you're like she's like the best. <laughs> I I like my god. Tra- she's gonna be a great dad. I'm gonna be a great mom too, but she's gonna be a great dad. I literally wrote, I can't even with this talking to the baby scene. Yeah, because I couldn't even like at first. I was like trying to take notes to like, and I was like, this is so trite and overbearing and overdone and just fucking awful. What 
if if you are a mother listening to this and you sat in down and had like a 10 minute fucking conversation with your belly having like an existential crisis you're gonna Does love that happen? Me- you're gonna love meeting him. What I'm gonna love meeting fuck? you. That was insane. It was yeah. She sounded like a drunk psychopath, and like, oh my god, she walks into a liquor store and is like, I need all these ingredients, and like, and I know like the show was like, this is really cute. She's so desperate, she'd like embarrass herself. Just this like, is what a drunk person would do. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, can I have some, can I have some chips? Uh no, this is this is a liquor store. <laughs> the sign says liquor more. Like Where's the some more. more. <laughs> oh my god. And also like I'm sorry, if it was my birthday and you forgot and you kicked me out of the house and then like you realized it and felt bad and I came home and you got me a banana muffin that you put Twinkie frosting on, I would be like, you can go fuck yourself. Like, what? That's, gr- like, not even as a gesture. That's like, oh, my God. And he's so, like, Jack's like, this is exactly what I wanted. You did not forget my birthday. Yeah. And then immediately is like, fuck me. <laughs> like, that was a really weird moment. Because I feel like this show tries really hard to, like, be kind of conservative and yet in that moment it was like they're gonna fucking like fuck each other's brains out uh turns out they actually fuck the kids out yeah yeah that was awesome but like just like that whole like tradition is tradition and like the idea that mandy moore is all this like lingerie and the although to be fair i guess when i was like 15 and just in a relationship that's exactly what like me and my girlfriend did for her birthday so maybe that is what all of like very normal Americans do. I don't know, dude. I think we just aren't normy enough to understand this. I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like on my birthday. I'm trying to think of the last birthday when I was in a steady relationship. Did you go to Chili's or something? <sighs> that feels doing? like what the Pearson family Actually, would do. Actually, the last time on my birthday I was in a steady relationship, I got really, really drunk. And yo, I just realized something. Isn't the kid? Have they brought up the fact that the kids' birthdays are the same as their dads? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like why isn't also a combination Jack's birthday? Is it though, or is that it's so? Like, does her giving birth to the kids is that just like meant to happen after? No, or is that it's... meant to be that night? That Ooh. was not like expressively clear. No, no, it definitely. So, no, it's it's all the same day because yeah, so here's the reason why. Um they find they find the uh the they get the kid dropped off at the firefighter's house mm-hmm. or the sorry, not fire. Yeah, the firehouse. Mm-hmm. Um and then immediately after and then there's no additional period of darkness that were shown, then the doctor is paged from his wife's grave. And then immediately goes to the hospital. His wife's grave where he's basically telling her he's going to kill himself. Oh, yeah. He's literally like at her grave. Like, I'm I don't want to live without you. I'm going to fucking kill myself now. I don't know how I can go on without you. And then comes in and is like, all right, what do I got to do? Deliver these fucking babies. 
All right, let's deliver these babies. Yeah, and then it turns out being like the best doctor of all time. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe not because when the babies dies, maybe if he's a better doctor when that baby wouldn't have died. Maybe he wasn't a doctor when the baby died. Mm. A possible, possible thing. Yeah, timelines are very weird in this. No, but he's the one who like goes and tells Jack the baby is dead and then like gives him the talk. Yeah. The lemons talk. Yeah. The other... Th- yeah, so no, that that all happens in one day. Okay, all right, so... All- it's implied, it's also implied from a story structure because it starts with the fire guy and his wife, like, he's making coffee the start of the day, the doctor is making some cereal, and so on, so on, so oh, okay, on. Okay, okay, yeah. And then it's, it's pro- through the progression of one day. So, yeah. I guess, yeah, and the, what's the name of the episode? Like, this is the day or whatever? Yeah. Or the day. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow, yeah. Why has that not been touched on? Yeah. You'd think that there was, al- there was already a birthday episode. Yeah. Nobody made a mention that it's Jack's birthday. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Nobody in the other episodes that we've seen so far have said, like, yeah, it's our birthday as, like, kids. Mm-hmm. And we're the same birthday as our dad as well. So, yeah. No, I'm also... so Actually... I'll give them some credit. They did not go down the path of, oh, these kids, they're the ultimate birthday gift. That's true, I guess. I'll give them, I guess, credit. I don't know. I don't know. That's a stretch, man. That's a stretch. Yeah, now that's going to frustrate me to no fucking end. Now I need, I'm going to Google that later. I'm going to be like, are the kids' birthdays the same as Jack's? But I think you're right. I think they are. Somebody has to have done... You know there's like wikis for mm-hmm. the min- the minute details in every single show? Yep. Is there one of those for This Is Us where there's, they have... There's got to be. Where they've got their birthdays that they've, ana- that they've analyzed. Let's see. Yeah, let's this find this out. This Is, is Us. Us wiki... Googling. Oh, yeah, that 300 down to pay for is really killing it right now. Uh, somebody could be torrenting for all you know. Jesus. Well, both my roommates are on the internet right now. Oh, yeah, they're totally torrenting. How much bandwidth do you have? 300 down. Uh, yeah, it should be enough for like two people to play the internet and me to Google something. Here we go. This is us, Wikia. You do that. I'm going to speed test my internet so I can publicly call out how shitty fucking Time Warner Cable is. Let's see. Start the test. Alrighty. Pinging's taking way too long. Yeah, we don't have anything about about their birthday. Nothing? What kind of wiki is that? That's bullshit. We can add to it. Well, we don't know if it's their birthday. We're not sure. Yeah, true. We need a true This Is Us fan Yeah. to write in. Yeah. What is happening? I literally can't ping my Oh, wait. No, it is on here. There we go. Thank you, Internet. Yeah. No, it specifically says, like, in the wiki, they have the same birthday. All right. Hell yeah. What a fucking nightmare. Why is that never mentioned? I'm so Did upset. we miss something? No, they literally never mention it in that birthday episode. They literally never mention that it's also Jack's birthday. Yeah. That's fucking Also, I just realized they never they never try to console and be like, "Yeah, your kids were like premature as fuck." They're 6 weeks premature. Oh. 
Actually, yeah, what's the range? Like two weeks plus or minus when you have a due date? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so if you're really um, – it's essentially a month premature. They don't mention that at all. There's no mention yeah. of like, oh, shit, like these kids are a month early. Yeah. And the whole thing where like incubators and whatnot, they what, – what, when did that come in? That really wasn't until like the mid-80s. All right, well – so they make no mention of like, yeah, like we're really afraid because we're so far, prim- like we're so far ahead of us. We shouldn't be here right now. Yeah. And they mention like, oh, everyone says triplets come early. Yeah. Like, cool. Great. Great foreshadowing. Like, that's just some, <laughs> some top notch work right yeah, there. Really lazy story writing. Um. Yeah. There's the the doctor shows up. Like, yeah, every everything's going to be fine. Yep. One of them's dead. You get Every, two Everything's going to be fine. It's like, yo, are you sure about that? Because this is really soon. Ah, you guys be fine. I'm kind of surprised that the doctor wasn't smoking a cigarette while hanging out. Yeah. Because, which is surprising, too, because this is clearly an era where you could still smoke in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Because that uh, one good Catholic firefighter did it. That wasn't addressed. The whole beginning of the episode, he's confessing to the priest... About the fact that he's lying to his wife about the fact that he started smoking again. And then he, like, just smokes that cigarette and then goes home. Yeah. He's not like, you smell like cigarettes or, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like... You could make a joke about that. It's like, hi, one deal, one uh, possible deal breaker is I smoke. Mm-hmm. Miss we could write this show. Why don't we write this show? I don't know. Can we write, can we write some fan fiction? Yeah. <laughs> Uh yes, absolutely. We should just write our own show because like we could write this. We could get it picked up by Netflix. Oh my god, yeah, everyone's getting picked up by Netflix. I mean, making this uh VR porn is the first thing we can make a VR. Uh, imagine that a VR cryfest. All right, well, we could make a show that it's on Netflix, so we can have nudity, and it's about a guy who's like, like a think of like an entourage Jeremy Piven type. Okay. But for VR porn. Oh. So he's just like rich and this is his life going about the day as he's rich? No, no, no. No, he's like the guy who casts people in VR porn. But he's like really intense and savvy about it. Go on. That's all. That's as, okay. as much as I got. So does he have hair plugs? Yes. Does. Absolutely. What kind of car does he drive? Uh, a Porsche? There we go. Well, that's a good start. Yeah. Guys, we're killing it. Yeah, we're crushing Look out it. Look for a show on Netflix. It's Look out for a show on Netflix. It's going to be way more developed when we get there. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's about wraps it up. Yeah, I don't I don't really have much more to... We've talked, about, we've talked twice as long as the show is about how bad it is. Yeah. All true. right. I All love right. it. Peace, uh, y'all. Go with God. <laughs>